Welcome back to All Call Radio, episode five. It's your favorite cloud picker, JD. We have lots to get into. I know y'all, I know it's been a month. It's been an entire month. I haven't uploaded anything. <sighs> Listen, <laughs> I didn't realize how much I didn't want to talk about work after work. Like, I. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I had to remember why I started this podcast um, number one like I said for flight attendant joy and support so um, I'm glad I'm back <laughs> I had to take a little breather man uh, I had some rough trips like back to back to back and I was like you know what I <laughs> I'm sick of it <laughs> Look at that shit. <laughs> but we're back. I feel much better. Uh, I'm starting to take off. If you know me in real life, you know that I have like one day off in between my trips. Like I'm always working. I don't know why I don't just pay rent to my airline because I'm always there. So I've been learning to take more days off in between my trips, chill. Instead of three-day trips, I'm kind of leaning towards two days and then be off for, like, one or two days and then go back. Um, I just feel like my mental health was slowly decreasing. And, <laughs> and not to mention, I brought this stuff with me on my trips, y'all, like three trips in a row. I brought my mic. I brought my soundboard. I brought everything, and I just could not bring myself to do the podcast because I just I didn't want to force myself to do something that I wasn't really in the mood for and it's not it's not the podcast because I love the podcast of course it's just I already had shitty ass days at work and it wasn't just with passengers it was with crew members it was with other um, airline employees you know just not having your back and whew, it was a lot um, so for me to sit here in the little bit of time off that I did have you know on my layovers or whatever to talk about it and get back into that mood it was just I I couldn't I look at it a little bit differently now so I promise I won't be taking any more month hiatuses but a couple of y'all had asked me like yo where's episode five blah blah and that just I don't know it made me feel so good because I was like oh y'all actually give it our own <laughs> okay <laughs> I'm not just talking to myself <laughs> so that kind of motivated me to make sure I get it done this week so episode five <laughs> we are live from New York they just started popping fireworks could be gunshots could be fireworks whatever uh so if you hear that in the background please just disregard you know my neighbors are loud so you will hear people upstairs people outside in the hallway yelling at each other dogs barking whatever so just disregard what are we getting into today i have some far's for you guys i have a fun fact oh can we talk about i'm asking y'all can we talk about it like y'all are sitting in front of me uh we need to talk about the fact that i so I remember earlier in the episodes I was saying like, oh, I'm going to have like a, a, um, like a ask me kind of thing. So I made one with ask FM and it was just, y'all, I got the weirdest 
I don't know, it was like so many sexual questions and messages. And I'm like, okay, I can't do this. <laughs> it was so much spam. It was ridiculous. So I do have to find a new platform to like ask anonymous questions because that was just, oh, it was, it was raunchy. <laughs> I don't know what's going on on that platform, but they need to figure that out. Uh, I got some very interesting messages. Anyway, so for now, you guys can hit me up on Instagram. The podcast Instagram is ACR Pod. Twitter is All Call Radio. Um, and of course, the All Call Radio at gmail.com. Just if you want to bring up any topics you want me to discuss, um, if you just want to confide in me and just have somebody, you know, just listen, of course, all ears. I'm here for you. The, that is why I started the podcast in the first place. And sometimes it feels good to talk to somebody that doesn't even know you at all <laughs> versus your friends or your family or whatever, because, you know, they already have a predetermined um, view about you and they may have biased opinions and things to say. But when you talk to somebody that you don't even know, like it's it's much better because I'm sure they'll have a um, objective opinion. Or if you just want somebody to listen, like and just not say anything to you. I'm here for that. I'm here for all of that. OK. And if you want me to post or talk about your story or whatever you want, I'm willing to do that. I'll definitely talk about it on the podcast. I don't have to say your name if you don't want me to. It's cool. But just know that there is somebody out there here for you. And please don't ever hesitate to hit my line. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, I got to figure out. I don't know. I remember back in the day, there was like this platform where you could, I don't think it was Ask FM. It was something like Ask Me or something like that, where there was like a lot of anonymous questions. And I'm, I'm pretty sure like that was through Twitter. Was it through Twitter? I don't know. Anyway. So let's get into these FARs. Okay, this first one, I, the first one is, you cannot consume your own alcohol on board, y'all. I understand that there's airplane minis. I understand that that airports, unfortunately, are selling alcohol like crazy, um, even into go cups, all that stuff. You cannot bring your own alcohol and drink it on the plane. You can bring it. But you cannot drink it. Like, we, do you walk, well, some of y'all probably do. Do you go into a restaurant and bring your own bottle and open up the bottle and start pouring your own shit? Like, you have to think of it like that. Like, and this is a federally mandated airplane. Like, we are responsible, unfortunately, for your bad decisions. If you get overserved on a plane and then you go do some fuck shit and kill somebody or something, God forbid, they're going to trace your day all the way. Like, everybody's involved in that shit. So, <laughs> I don't like paperwork. Please, don't do anything stupid. And stop bringing your own alcohol and drinking it on the plane. Like, it's one thing for people to be like, oh, shit, I didn't realize. Number one, there is uh, a thing in the announcement that says you cannot consume your own alcohol. But, of course, nobody listens to announcements. So, I'll give you that. But I need y'all to know y'all cannot drink your own damn alcohol on the plane. Just cut it out. Some of y'all be lying like, (laughs) no, you knew. You knew because you were trying to hide it. It's the ones that like give you their bottle to throw away like willingly or like in your face. That's usually like, oh, shit, I'm sorry. I didn't know. Because if they're willingly giving it to you so you can see the alcohol, like, you know, they really don't know. 
So I just tell him, I'm not going to go write anybody up or anything like that because it's never that deep for me. But I just tell him, like, you cannot do this. I'm letting you know, like, and if I see it a second time, then that is when the problem starts and the paperwork begins. But usually, like, just, y'all, please, please, please. And for the ones that like to sneak and do it, like, is it really that deep? I don't think it's that deep. (laughs) I don't think it's that deep. And I have a problem with the airport selling all this crazy ass alcohol, the clubs, the airline clubs, you know, letting people drink as much as they want, putting it into go cups, bringing it on the plane. Like, it's like, okay, you have this policy and then the federal government has this policy, but you're like allowing people to do it. And then we either, we are the ones that are the bad guys and we are the ones that got to catch all the heat and deal with the bullshit. Mm, Okay. Especially like, I don't know. I mean, I guess you can't even be like, oh, well, the restaurants need to do like a drink uh, maximum or whatever, because then other people, people just go to other restaurants. So I don't know how to fix this problem. I really don't. But just know that you cannot consume your own alcohol on board. Okay. A second FAR, which I would like to look into because I know people that are going to ask like, well, why, why, why? Hmm. Because you can't. That's why. (laughs) Guys, when the boarding door closes, you cannot be on the phone. I get the shittiest attitudes all the time. Like, and there's an announcement when the boarding door closes. All right, everybody get off their fucking phone. Everybody just chill. You know, say goodbye. Goodbye. That's it. I'm pretty sure it has to do with 9-11 and security purposes but guys as soon as the door closes cut your shit say goodbye that's it like people having full-blown conversations people are on video chat and i'm just like could you you're that needs to come to an end like now and people are just like one second ain't no fucking one second no now (laughs) that's what i want to (laughs) say now (laughs) cut it you had all this time. Boarding is 35 minutes, okay? And y'all been sitting at that gate. And then you get on the plane and you still want to have, like, no, it's okay. It's okay. Just say goodbye. And, like, I will stand there and wait till you get off the phone. Like, don't, don't. Let me do my job because it takes one person to complain. It takes one undercover FAA agent to be on board and see that I didn't, you know, make sure everybody, like, it, yeah, we have secret shoppers, people. And I'm not losing my job or getting fined or getting in trouble or getting written up for your dumb ass shit. I'm not. I said I was going to stop cursing. I did. We'll see how that goes. Clearly, it's not going very well. <sighs> so those are your FARs for the day. Um, oh, I want to get into a fun fact. So the first black pilot ever was Mr. Eugene Bullard. extra button he was born in Georgia which is my home state he was fluent in German French and English of course and he actually started off as a boxer in England in France which I thought was dope he got his wings in France in 1917 and when the US declared war in 1917 they recruited men from France to help them fight the war which is (laughs) Not surprising. (laughs) 
He was awarded 15 different medals in his lifetime. And in 1994, the United States finally granted a commission in the U.S. Air Force for him um, to be recognized as a second lieutenant. So once again, shout out to Eugene Bullard. I'm sure you paved the way and was an inspiration to all of our black pilots that you see here today. Um, you're definitely an inspiration to me, so shout out to you, Eugene. Oh, he has an autobiography as well. It's called All Blood Runs Red, The Legendary Life of Eugene Bullard, Boxer, Pilot, and Spy, because he was also a little, <laughs> he was a little secret. Ah. <laughs> okay, turbulent topic time. Ooh, this one is so good. Hold on. <laughs> Y'all. If you see flight attendants, I'm talking to people that are not flight attendants. If you at any point in time are on your vacation, you're at a hotel, whatever, and you see a group of flight attendants getting out of the van or blah, 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 we're not there, okay? Don't, don't even act, don't, don't. <laughs> don't tell your friends. This is where, oh, so-and-so airline stays, oh, blah, 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 blah. Don't be weird. Don't be weird. Act like we're not there, okay? That is our safety. There's all kind of crazy-ass shit going on in these hotels. I've know, I know some of y'all seen that, what is it, Cambria in D.C., where, like, all this human trafficking and sex trafficking shit is going on, and, like, the hotel employees are in on it. Like, please, uh, people, please. I actually had this crew member... <sighs> One of the first class passengers was like, oh, where are you guys staying? And Shorty was really about to tell him. And so I had to cut her off. I said, oh, I don't know. We don't know. It's always different hotels every time we come here. We don't know. We don't know until they pick us up and tell us where we're going. Like, and she was like, wait, what? And I'm like, bitch, shut up. What? Why would you tell a random stranger where we're going? Now, if you want to be a little Tatiana on the side on your layover, do you? Boo boo. Don't bring me into your shit. I don't know this man, and I'm not trying to say that he's, you know, creepy or whatever, but I'm not taking a chance on him. You never tell people where you're staying. What is wrong with y'all? And she was just so, ha, ha, like, what, a kiki hell? Like, what? Anyway, like I was saying, for the people that see us, please do not share where you've seen certain airline flight attendants staying in certain cities. That's just not right. Because imagine if that was your daughter or your mom or your sister, you know, you would want to protect their safety. I would hope that you would want to protect their safety at all costs. So please, please just act like we're not there. Okay. I have one plain etiquette tip today. This has bugged me for three years. Well, it, it's two things. Uh, let's start with the first one. Let's start with the first one. Why do y'all think, when I say y'all, I'm talking to passengers at this point. Why do y'all think that during service on our service cart, we are going to be taking trash as well? What, what in your brain says that that's okay? Literally serving people food and drinks and in the same token picking up trash. We don't do that. <laughs> trash pickup? is after service 
Do not put your trash on our cart. Oh, side note. And don't be putting your nasty little hands on our cart, reaching for stuff. Ah, ah, I slap people's hands. <laughs> no, it's not self-service. Can I get you something? Use your words, people. Why do y'all think it's okay to just grab something off the cart? Number one, we watch the majority of us wash our hands before we start service. Number two, we also have on gloves, okay? So what makes you think that it's okay for you to put your nasty little hands on shit? That is reaching for napkins, reaching for stir sticks, reaching for cups. I just need to, I just, I, 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 you don't need, you don't need any of that. I'm standing right here. Any other time you're telling me what you want, what you need, all this stuff. So why now? Why now? Oh, because it's so close to you that you just think that I can just dig my hand. No, I slap people's hands. <laughs> I shit you not. I do. And I don't feel bad about it because it puts things into perspective. I'm like, um, excuse me. Pop. Or I grab their wrists and push them away. What do you think this is? This is not self. That's disgusting. And then people are like, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, think about it, dude. Just because it's in your vicinity doesn't mean that you're entitled to what we have. Like, I'm happily here to serve you. I have no problem doing that. But for you to put your nasty little hands in, and I be seeing what y'all be doing with y'all hands. Y'all be wiping y'all noses. Y'all be coughing. Y'all be touching any, anything and everything. Y'all be licking y'all fingers. And y'all think that it's cool to just touch. <laughs> Getting off topic. Trash pickup is after service. Do not try to hand me your trash as I'm trying to give someone something to consume. That is disgusting. We don't do that. Please. Please. Just wait. It's okay. The trash is not going anywhere. Put it on the floor until we come by. I don't know. I don't know. It's never that deep. Like, it's never that deep. People have shoved their trash, like, it, and I'm like, we'll do it after service. And then have the have the audacity to catch an attitude. And I'm just like, y'all get so offended so fast. It is ridiculous. I don't know if it's just because nowadays, like, everybody's just so sensitive. I don't know what it is. But especially, like, on the plane, I'm not speaking low. First of all, I can barely hear. <laughs> the plane is loud, okay? Are people just, I'm getting into it. I'm getting into it. I'm getting into it. Just wait until we're done. I promise you, somebody is going to come by with a trash cart or a trash bag, okay? And please, for the love of all things aviation, please pick up your trash and give it to the flight attendant. Don't sit here and point at it or, you know, scoot it over on your tray table. That is so annoying. Like, who do you... Or literally, I see this in first class the most. People will put their trays of food when we had, well, now we have hot food again um, on some flights. But people will put their trays on the floor for us to pick up. Oh, bitch, please. Uh, you got me fucked up. That tray will sit there. That tray, I don't care. That will be the day that I will catch a fine for not picking. No, you will not put your tray on the floor for me to come and pick up behind you. Oh, you got me figgity, figgity, fuck Not this flight attendant. <laughs> nope. Nope. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I'd be like, are you done with that? Yeah. Okay. Well, could you pick it up, please? Now, see, when I first started 
I still have never picked up a tray from the floor. No. Um, or any trash of that matter. But I was a lot more mm, soft-spoken, a little bit more reserved. Um, but now, and not to say I'm like all off the chain now. I'm not. I'm still very professional, and I still speak to people the way I would want to be spoken to, regardless if they're being nasty or not, because you're not going to have me stoop to your level. But I will tell you very professionally, you got me fucked up. <laughs> very professionally and you will catch my drift and I'm so proud of that you know because people just love to treat you any kind of certain way because you are in a customer service role in their eyes but I'm like in my eyes I'm a safety professional this customer service shit comes second none of this shit is guaranteed like I said in the last couple episodes service is not a guaranteed thing it's very much if we have the time and if it's safe enough (laughs) you bought a seat on this plane You rented a seat on this plane. So (laughs) I need y'all to read the fine print of your ticket. I really do. Because it will tell you service is not guaranteed. I'm letting you know. (sighs) What do I want to get into next? Oh, so this is something for my new hire flight attendants. Um, When I first started out, I was wearing... Well, I guess this is just for women, unless there's guys out there that wear pantyhose too, which I don't mind. But I used to wear pantyhose a lot. And for majority of us, it's usually women know the difference between thigh highs and pantyhose, right? So I learned that (laughs) my body does not agree with pantyhose. Like pantyhose make me sweat. It is just, it's too much, like too much trapped heat in that spandexy weird material. I I can't, Mm -mm, I can't. And I was spending so much money. Excuse me. Here come the burps, y'all. I was spending so much money on pantyhose because I would rip them, especially during boarding when you're in and out of the seat rows. And usually at the bottom of your seat, that's where your life jacket is. And so there's Velcro and stuff there. And a lot of times it's not covered so I would rip my pantyhose all the time and it would piss me off because I would have to go get new ones blah 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 so I actually buy the ones from Hanes in the shade barely there I'm 145 weight wise and I'm 5'7 but my legs are very long like I'm like three-fourths all legs (laughs) so I use Hanes, like I said, the size in CD, which is like a medium, I guess. And how I learned to keep them up. Listen, (laughs) y'all. My crew member on my last trip was cracking up because she's like, girl, what are you doing underneath that uniform? Listen, (laughs) when you find something that works, it works. Okay, so when I first found this, the thigh highs, I was like, oh, my God, these are great. But there's like a shiny plastic weird thing I guess around the edges of the thigh high to keep them on your legs so they don't roll down and a lot of people are like oh you know I don't wear them because they don't ever stay up and I'm like I get it like you know and then sometimes for me personally my skin gets very irritated like I get a rash by I think it's like silicone I don't know what it is but it's supposed to be like some shit that keeps you keep them on your legs on your thighs um I get really like bad rashes from it so especially if I'm wearing them all day so what I've learned to do is to wear men's compression shorts 
especially like I only do it when I wear my skirt or when I used to wear my dress, but I would wear compression shorts. And of course it helps to keep my shirt tucked in and to keep everything, you know, all my panty lines not visible because I cannot stand to see a panty line. I, I usually wear a thong, but if I'm on my cycle, this is TMI, but if I'm on my cycle, of course I'm not going to wear a thong. So compression shorts really help, you know, to smooth everything out. On top of that, I wear my, I put the compression shorts on and then I put the thigh highs over it. So, and I use the Fruit of the Loom ones. They're not uh, cotton. They're like a span, not spandex, but like, they're just not cotton. So they're a little tiny bit silky, if that makes sense. I don't know. Y'all see them in Target. Target or what? No, I think I got it from Walmart. Anyway, so I put the compression shorts on and then put my thigh highs over the compression shorts. And so <laughs> my crew member was like, oh, what? Um, My my pantyhose are way too light. Like, they make me look ashy. What tint is yours? Because we're kind of like the same complexion or whatever. And so I showed her and she was like, wait, girl, what do you have going what do you have going on underneath your skirt? And I was like, listen, I got to make it work. I was like, yo, if, if I ever get a boyfriend and he wants to get left freaky freaky after work, listen, I promise you I will cry. There's just nothing sexy about it, but it works. It keeps my thigh highs up. And like I said, as far as the thigh highs go, you know, if you rip one, you can just take one off and put another one on. And that's another thing I want to tell new hires too. Please, if you're going to wear hosiery of any kind, keep at least two pair of extra hosiery in a Ziploc bag in the front pocket of your bag, whether it be your suitcase, the most accessible bag you have. Because Lord knows when I first started, nobody told me little secrets like that. And I would have to go digging through my bag when I ripped the pantyhose. And now hmm, I open up that bag, I pop one right out take one off put another one on and boom like keep it moving because I go through them like ugh, it's ridiculous it's ridiculous Hanes if you're listening y'all need to sponsor me because y'all get all my money it's ridiculous and I don't understand why hosiery is not part of our uniform allotment that's another story so yeah if you're looking for decent hosiery Hanes.com and usually they're on sale oh that's another thing they're on sale a lot of the time so make sure you catch the sale I think there's like three packs for $18, which sounds ridiculous, I know. But usually I think they're like $24, $27. So, but get the ones that have the reinforced toe. So the reinforced toe is like extra uh, material at the toe line because your toes will rip your pantyhose. And that's the most, that's one of the most annoying things is if your own toe rips your pit, like it's not even like a Velcro, it didn't get hooked on something, it's literally running from your toe and it starts to run all the way up. Ooh, aggravating. So get the reinforced toe ones, they last a lot longer. And I used to put mine in a garment bag. Don't do that. They will rip, they will still tangle, they will look crazy. So what I do now is I hand wash them in very, very hot water and some laundry detergent or whatever I let them sit for so let them soak for a little bit and then I just wring them out and rinse them out um and they've lasted so much longer I don't think I've bought pantyhose in what like two or three months which is I'm usually buying them almost every month so they've lasted a long longer it is very tedious it is I'm not gonna lie it is but it's so worth it and they be smelling good too <laughs> 
<laughs> they smell like straight laundry detergent. <laughs> so that's a little tip for my new hires or people that didn't, you know, want to do thigh highs or whatever, whatever. Get the compression shorts, y'all. It will help. It will help a lot, especially for the people that complain that their thigh highs don't stay on their thighs. Just get the compression shorts and try that out. Let me know how that works for you guys. Uh, what else? I feel like I have something else to talk about, but. Oh. <laughs> Let me tell y'all something. All of y'all vapors out there. Y'all cannot vape on the plane. You cannot vape in the bathroom. The smoke detector will go off. I've had passengers do it in the bathroom and they think that it's cool and they're like taking yourself all this other crap whatever and then the smoke alarm goes off which alerts the pilots and there's a loud ringing sound throughout the cabin the light is flashing it's like <laughs> yes you're doing something that you don't need to be doing let me tell you something those smoke detectors in those lavatories are very sensitive and y'all thought that it was just cute that you just gonna vape you know you can't vape and the things that the thing that lets me know that you know you can't do it is that you're trying to sneak and do it in the bathroom. It's never that deep. It's never that deep. It's really not. Like, I promise you it's not. You will be fine. Y'all cannot vape. Y'all cannot chew tobacco, smokeless tobacco. People have it on their trade table all the time. I'm like, you can't have that. You just, <laughs> you can't. Take it up with the FAA. I don't care. But on this flight, you're not going to have it. Put it away. Spit it out. Ew. And put it away. So somebody asked me why we have so many bags. <laughs> and before I came, became a flight attendant, I had the same question. Like, why y'all got so many bags? Why is it? Why do y'all have three and a half, four bags? What? And then I became a flight attendant. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> Okay, so let's break it down. In my suitcase, I have packing cubes, which, great investment. I highly recommend, 10 out of 10. Packing cubes. One of the packing cubes is for all my uniforms. Usually, I just pack a shirt for each day, because right now, I'm only wearing the long sleeve shirt, because I have tattoos. Um, so I pack a shirt for each day. Uh, I usually pack a pair of pants and I'll wear my skirt or vice versa and my undershirts and compression shorts and one packing cube right and then I'll have to pack in my medium sized packing cube I'll have my going out outfit or you know whatever I'm going to wear t-shirt shorts jeans whatever in that packing cube and then the smaller one are all my socks and underwear and extra pantyhose um, that are not like the emergency ones in the front of my bag right then you have your toiletry bag you have your shoes wrapped in a bag <laughs> and all of your, you know, whatever front pocket stuff, your toothbrush, all that stuff, right? That's my suitcase. That fills up the entire suitcase. So that's, there's nothing else that can go in there usually. My tote is for last minute items, my iPad, of course, like I said, the pantyhose, uh, shoe polish. <laughs> what else is in my tote? The sewing kit, contact solution, 
you know, uh, notebooks, books that I'm reading, you know, stuff that I'm going to, I usually never go in my suitcase when I'm on the plane. It's always something in my tote bag, my, my concourse shoes or my, you know, onboard service shoes uh, that goes in that bag. Just extra stuff, like stuff that I'll need, you know, throughout the day. Tissue, wipes, my wipes, of course. Water bottle, whatever. And then my third bag usually is my lunchbox. And it looks like a normal bag, but it's 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 a cooler. So those are my three bags. I actually doubled my tote as like a purse. So, because I'm not carrying a fourth bag. That's just not happening. That's way too much. I'm not doing four bags. Y'all got me, no, <laughs> not doing it. So, yeah, that's why I have three bags. I can't speak for everybody else. But sometimes I don't even like carrying food because hotels these days, they stop putting microwaves in the rooms. Like I know a lot of hotels that we're staying at now, we've stayed at before the panini started and there was always, there was microwaves in the rooms. They removed all the microwaves. So there's only one like microwave in the lobby or whatever. And then on top of that, some of them have coolers instead of refrigerators and your food will go bad because the coolers are like barely even cold. And some don't have refrigerators at all. And there's ones that you can't even request a refrigerator. So I'm just not going to waste all that food. Unfortunately, I will have to be buying food. Um, and that kind of puts me back to where it's like, oh, you know, instead of three-day trips, maybe I should just do two. Because, you know, I won't have to pack as much food. And I won't have to worry about it being wasted. So, yeah, usually... Two bags minimum, three bags maximum. That is why we have so many bags, y'all. <laughs> well, guys, episode five was just a smidgen shorter, but... Yay! It'll be fine. Originally, when I started this, I wanted to for the episodes to be 45 minutes or less. So for them to be an hour all the time, like, I, I don't know, like, I... I don't mind it, but I would rather it be like 45 minutes. So anyway, y'all, this is editing JD. If I sound different, that's why. But I just wanted to finish off the episode by saying thank you so much for number one, checking me like, um, sis, where's the episode <laughs> for all y'all that did that? Um, but also for understanding that I am still human. And sometimes I really just do need to recharge and reset and get back on track. So thank you for allowing me the space to do that. And thank you for encouraging me and listening to episode five. I will see you guys on episode six. Why am I saying see you guys? Like, I'm really finna see you. But anyway. Just as a friendly reminder, please, for the love of all things aviation, stop standing up when the plane lands. Bye, guys. <laughs>